Hey guys, just a heads up, about two-thirds of the way through the show, something weird happens with the audio where Jason gets sped up like five seconds, so I opted to go ahead and keep it in there because most of it's usable, but just I apologize ahead of time for the technical difficulties. Hope you enjoy. Fantasy, 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 STFFL, yeah, we all agree, the best of all these are we so supreme, and look at the scale, we podcasting, yeah, fantasy, 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 talk about teams we managing, all season long we were battling, trying to become the new champion, yeah. Gentlemen, week 11, we are on our fourth episode now, doing a week 11 preview show, got another special guest coming on, Jason. Uh, was nice enough to join me, and let's get into the show. All right. Well, I have Jason joining me, so thank you for coming on, Jason. Um, first time on the long-running show, so... I'd say first time, long time, you know. <laughs> um, well, yeah, since it's your first time on the show, I would love to actually just first get your thoughts on the season. Um, obviously, you've had a, a tough go at it uh, last place. But what's what's your perspective uh, this far into the season? Um, other than my team is shit. <laughs> well, man, I I think it's been fun. It's competitive, especially at the top. I gotta say the the top ten squads are have been have been solid. I gotta say Toby and I have been really sucking. Um, not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for me to get past that, but I gotta say everyone else is has been really competitive, but not for lack of trying. It, yeah. It just happens. Yeah. I remember going into the season, yours, your team was one of my favorites. It was just, I feel like all of the players that I had high hopes for just didn't pan out, you know, like Jonathan Taylor was supposed to be like a stud, especially when, uh, you know, Mac went down and Kenyon Drake, had such a great ending to a season last year and he just hasn't really performed. James Conner has been, you know, subpar and it's just kind of, it's been a bunch of players that haven't really done what you expected them to do. And obviously Michael Thomas getting injured doesn't help, but um, yeah. Yeah. I think when losing, when losing your keepers and the, you know, week one, like week one hit and I was, done <laughs> i lost michael thomas i lost aj brown uh Kenyon drake just floundered so i just you know I, whoever it was i was playing i just lost him and then everyone else decided to quit so you know hey sometimes your bird quits right that's yeah yeah well i did i did mention you still have a shot at the playoffs it's an outside chance but i was um, trying to go through those scenarios and it all just seems ridiculous i gotta yeah. say I but, looked at it. It doesn't you look know, like that unfeasible. Um, so you're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance. I wanted to give you some optimism going into the week just to know who to root for, uh, you know, that you have a chance. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, well, let's jump into the first game. We don't want to go too long since Kevin really wants us to be like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, not an right. I forgot this was the, the Kevin podcast that we have to, we have to yes. tailor everything to now. Got it. Yeah, he is our advertiser-sponsored uh, money, so. Producer, yeah, okay, got it. Yes, he's, he's the money train, gravy train? Okay, exactly. well, we don't want to, right? You never, you never want to upset the money, so. Yeah. Let's so, get into it. 
Um, I think let's jump into Aiden and Tim's matchup. So Aiden still top of the league. The Tom Yokes is his new team name. Casey Country Club, uh, right on the cusp of the playoffs, five and five at number seven. Uh, what are your thoughts on on this matchup? I, you know, my initial thoughts are they're going to lean to the the yokel and uh, Mr. Yokel in Iden. Um, just I, I think Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry are gonna they're gonna ball out, and you know it's I don't think the KC Country Club is gonna be able to catch up, especially with all of his injuries. It just it's not gonna happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't see it. It's, yeah, going to be tough sledding. Um, yeah, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson playing Dallas on Iden's side. Um, Tyreek Hill against the Raiders. Uh, Derrick Henry against Baltimore. That's kind of a tougher matchup. And Mike Williams He's, against- he's still going to get the – Henry's still going to get the touches, though, in that. That's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. But, like, when you, at, yeah, when you look at – Yeah, when you look at – it's it's tough with Iden because he's got Cook and Jefferson, but this is definitely a Cook week. I don't think I don't think they're gonna Vikings are gonna be throwing much, and that leaves Jefferson with I don't know what five targets, four for sixty and a touchdown, which solid, but not it's not a big week. Yeah, yeah. The way Iden explained it to me, he actually uses them as like a hedge against each other. His his philosophy is if Cook doesn't go off, Jefferson goes off. If Jefferson doesn't go off, Cook goes off. So yeah, might work. Might work during the season, but that's that's going to be tough during the playoffs when you need a big week, and that's all it cares about is every one week you need a big, big play. So yeah, and I was looking at you know the Cook playoff schedule. He plays Tampa Bay, Chicago, and New Orleans, and in the finals or in the it's playoffs, tough. that's a tough for for both both of them. Those are all good defenses. So. Right. Um, right. I would still, I would still trust cook through the playoffs though. It's, yeah. Right. I mean, like he's, he's, he's still got it. He, he's, he gets what he's still going to get 30 carries a game and a few yeah. receptions. So I wouldn't worry too much about cook, but yeah, I could definitely see Jeff, Justin Jefferson not being leading up there. Well, let's like, yeah. I, and also the reason I think Iden's going to take on uh, Mr. Country club is going to beat him is, Matt Ryan going against New Orleans and their defense has just been solid. So I just, I don't see where, where Tim's going to get the the points to overcome Dalvin cook, unless Dalvin cook lays an egg, which, you know, hence yeah. Iden's name. Hey, it could, yeah, it could yeah. happen. Yeah. It's yeah. It's tough sledding for Matt Ryan. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going to have a great game. Um, I mean, Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, Deandre Swift is out with a concussion. So Adrian Peterson probably gets a lot of carries against Carolina, but I mean, what does that amount to? Maybe like 12 points, you know, you know what? I, I, it's possible. I, AP is a good play this week. He lost Swift, sure, to the concussion, but AP's AP's a good play because Carolina defense is garbage, and I don't see, yeah. I don't, I don't see Carolina running away with that game against Detroit, especially if Stafford plays. I don't see him running away with it. So Peterson's gonna get carries throughout the game. So you know, mm-hmm. it's there. Him is, but he's he's betting on. Peterson and Marvin Jones, which Marvin Jones is a great play. I like guess I think it's solid, but you know, it's, it just won't, I don't think it'll be enough. Like the Matt Ryan doesn't have the upside against New Orleans to, to really eat into get him more points, but you know, yeah, he can do it. If Keenan Allen actually comes through. 
And I think that's his best play on the week. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I agree Matt Ryan's probably the hardest play. Uh, I think DJ Moore's kind of a tough play, too. Detroit, not a great defense, but he's got uh, Teddy Bridgewater out. So is Yeah, he's... Kind of but who knows? the what? What is that guy, the, the XFL star, PJ Walker? What's his face? Yeah, I'm really interested to see how he does. Yeah. Actually, he might be fun. I, he, he, could, he could be the next Jameis Winston. Watch out. <laughs> Maybe sitting on the bench behind. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, this is this is one of the games where you need Iden to win to have a chance at playoffs. Okay. So, sounds right. like you've uh, we're both projecting that you get this win. So, cool. Um, uh, I'm rooting so for. Hope, hope I don't get any yoke on my face, but let's let's go the yokes. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, let's jump into another game that has implications for your playoff push. So Graydon and Zach are playing each other. Mm. Um, let's see what your thoughts are on this game. So this one, um, my initial thought is it's going to be Zick. Like, I, he's, Zick's got a decent start, but when Graydon's throwing out Rex Burkhead, when Stoney Michelle and Damian Harris and James White are all getting touches... I easy there, easy there, G Dog. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't see him. I don't see that. Like, it's you start with the running backs and Chubb's a beast. Hyde got actually got got Zach solid points. You know, so it's it's going to come down the the main comparison in order for Graydon to really have a shot. He's going to need Big Ben to throw four or five touchdowns and dj shark it's it's possible because it's possible yeah jacksonville sucks that defense is garbage let me run my scenario so i think graydon actually has a fair shot because of exactly what you mentioned big ben going up going up against jacksonville i think he's got a good chance i mean he's got those three receivers they're all studs um, you mean James everyone on my team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for Juju. But, yeah. Um, sure. yeah. So he, he's got some studs to throw the ball to, and I, I think he could put up, you know, some good points. And Rex Burhead, Burkhead, um, he's scored 20 points and 14 points in the past two weeks. So, I mean, he can definitely put up points, and he did that against Baltimore and the New York Jets, which are both tougher rundies. So, now that he's playing Houston, who knows? Maybe there's higher upside there. Um, Tyler Boyd, I think, is a pretty good play at wide receiver. He yeah, had Tyler, a down week last true. week, but um, you know he's been consistently putting up double-digit points. He scored in the 20s a couple times this season. Um, Tyler Lockett put up a fair game. Eric Ebron catching passes from Roethlisberger. DJ Chart going up against a, a weaker kind of Pittsburgh pass game. Um so I can see a path and you know, looking on the other side, uh, you know, Hyde and DK Metcalf did put up decent games, but DK Metcalf, you know, sometimes you'd be worried about a much bigger game from him. True. So that's, you know, true. In the, in the battle of Seattle wide out. receivers, Lockett's Lockett definitely, he beat out Metcalf on that, even though Metcalf had the ball go straight off his face pass right in the face. God, yeah, yeah that was, he just didn't that locate was the ball or something. Man. That was so weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, super dark visor. Come on, bro. It's nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> that must have hurt Zach if he was watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, um, I mean, 
Carson Wentz, he's kind of a toss-up. He could have a good game. He could have a shitty game. So yeah, um, do you know if the weather's gonna be good in Cleveland? Because that's the only thing. Uh, I, I looked. It's I think like ten mile an hour winds. It, okay. I think yeah. it might be raining. I don't remember. For I, sure. Yeah, I, but when it comes to weather, it's wind that matters the most for the passing game. So it's mm-hmm. that's yeah. In the last few weeks, it's just been it's been a shit show in Cleveland. So. You know, yeah. if if the winds can stay low, winds may have an opportunity. But with Cleveland running the ball everywhere, like I don't see like they're going to be holding the ball a lot, which isn't going to give uh, Carson Wentz as many opportunities to throw the ball. So it's yeah, I don't know. Philly's a weird team. Some some weeks they look great. Some weeks they look you know on the same level as the Jets. So it's. It's a toss-up, and that's a tough start. That's not, honestly, that's a really tough start for uh, yeah <laughs> throwing him in there. But I was, you know, I've been playing the the waiver wire without, you know, all all the time has hasn't helped me much. So we'll see what uh, Zach can do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying that there's a path, basically. Yeah. So who do I need to to win in this one? Do I need Graydon to upset or or Zach to? You need Graydon. Yeah. That's why yeah. I was trying to kind of you know draw up that storyline. Yeah. To to give you some you know Amari Cooper he still got somebody throwing him the ball that he's got Andy Dalton. Dalton has. Yeah, but that that offensive line is crap. Like that's uh, that's tough. Dalton's gonna get hit. I don't know Minnesota D. Then you look at a Minnesota D like are they really that good? Nah, not really. Not against the pass. Yeah, they can be thrown on for sure. Yeah, so it's so Dalton can get into Cooper, but I think yeah, I think Boyd uh, Shark is going to get opportunities. The 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 Steelers give up a lot of opportunities to um, to wideouts. So I I think I think Luton looks for Shark a lot, which is good. So I I think Shark's a really good play. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like Melvin Gordon against against Miami because my what's funny is Miami's D is solid. Like they are so good. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. But yeah, so I I don't see I don't see you know what? If Graydon if Graydon gets a big game and I'm rooting for a big game out of Big Ben. So big game, big Ben. You know what? I'll switch around. Let's pull it out, Graydon. Do something. Yeah. Good. Good. And and drop Lev Bell and drop James White. Like you don't need them on your team anymore. Uh, get some better players. <laughs> you know, maybe someone that you could start over Melvin Gordon. Well, he would have yeah. started Mixon, but Mixon's now on IR. So yeah, that was a great trade for me. I, I, I gave him there. Mixon and Shark for <laughs> yeah, that standard. I did not expect Sh- Mixon to be out that long. Shark did. Shark did. Uh, he did get great in a win, right? He had that big game. He did, yeah. Back, so it's mm-hmm. not like Graydon got nothing out of that trade. But, Correct, yeah, that's yeah. it's tough, though, losing Mixon because it's another three weeks Mixon's going to be out at least. Yeah. He, oh, really? Is that the news? Yeah. he's on. A, he just got placed on IR today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, well, that's – well, I'm happy I got Geo, I guess, just <laughs> sitting on my bench. <laughs> not going to play him, but – all right, so I, yeah, I think it'll be close, but yeah, I'm hoping Graydon wins. Nah. I mean, realistically, I think Zach will win. But. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm 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 with you on that one. I I, I 
can't argue too much with that. So it's, I'm on board. I'm sorry, Zach. I'm rooting for Graydon on this one. I, I need that win. <laughs> My playoff hopes are getting smaller by the day. Yeah, yeah. No need to apologize there. I mean, he's he's a zick, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> there is one more game that you need to go in your favor to have a chance, and that's the Quinn versus LJ. Um, uh, LJ's <laughs> the do-something holiday. And he did not. No, he did not. And I don't know why he has him. I, I mentioned this last week. I, I don't know why you're playing a tight end on a team with three tight ends. It just That's true. There's such little volume. He hasn't really performed at all this season to even give you op- optimism as to that he he's perform well. I, so. so here's the here's some of the, the logic in there because I've actually played Hollister last week when Kelsey was on, oh, Kelsey was I, on by, I need, but there, so I need, to so the, the, the thinking here is he's been getting a lot more targets from Russell Wilson lately. He's a very, he's a very athletic tight end. And so, so you put those two things together and in a good matchup, a pretty decent matchup against Arizona where it's a fast paced game. They're going to be throwing a lot more. You would expect him to get more options. Now what's, going to be interesting is after this week because greg olson just went down with a i don't know big injury i guess um is hollister oh. going to get more options but it's flawed because it's it's kind of flawed thinking and it's a des really is just it's always been a desperation play it, in my opinion is because yeah. you got metcalf hey. and you got you got lockett and then that's really <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah um Hollister rostered in 0.2% of fantasy leagues. <laughs> Desperation play. I don't know. Yeah. Tight, tight end is, unless you have Kelsey, tight end is garbage this year. It, it just, it's, yeah. Or you need a touchdown. Or Taysom Hill. <laughs> it's true. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We will get there. Yeah. So, um, so who do you think is going to win this match? Um, so, I think Quinn's going to win it. I I think he's going to win it. it. Quinn's team is weird because it, they all, everyone just kind of performs solidly. And everyone, and then he gets, there's one guy he's going to get a, a blow up game. And the rest of them are just going to be solid. But you know, there's, they're all going to score a decent points. You're not going to see like a, a one pointer or two pointer out of somebody. It's, they're all going to be seven, eight, and then there's, someone's going to have 14. And then all he puts it together at the end of the day, he's got 120 and you're like, Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's when mm-hmm. like Jacobs is his best running back. And I don't think he's going to have a great game, but he'll probably have a touchdown and he'll probably be around the 12 to 14 point range. McKissick's going to be around the 12 to 14 point range. He's getting targeted like crazy right now from, from yeah. the check down master, Alex Smith, who has maybe one working leg. So, but he's throwing the ball around. So yeah, that's awesome. Like Good for him. Right. 14 targets last week. Or yeah, something. man. Like insane. Yeah. So it's Juju's got a good, you know, if, if Pittsburgh actually comes out and just wants to throw her like they've been, Juju's going to get targets, which, you know, again, he's right in that air. Julio, it could be a boom week for Julio if, you know, it's a tough matchup against New Orleans, but he's beaten New Orleans before. You know, and then Hawkinson's good. Fuller's good. Like, it's a solid lineup for Quinn. It 
It is. So it's really going to, this one is going to come down to Rogers and Kamara for LJ. If, if those guys can give him a hundred points, he's got a shot to win. (laughs) (laughs) Not outside the realm. It's it's not, they, you know, they've done it before. Rogers, it's just, I I don't see that happening this week because Indy limits opportunities. That's a tough D. So I don't, I don't see Rogers dropping a 50 bagger on him, but you know, he could be in the thirties. Kamara could be in the, you know, it's Atlanta. Hey, that defense is not great. So he could be, he could have a good game. I I do like Kalen Balazs this, this week, even though you do tend to pass more on the jets, but hey, Kalen Balazs, he's (laughs) the chargers like him. What is it? Anthony Lynn likes him. So Dude, he looked great. He was, he's running hard. It's right. It's the, and it's a revenge game for him because he's going against Adam Gase, right? Yeah, yeah. So, which I mean, everyone who so happy, uh, everyone gets out of Adam Gase's way. He, they they just perform. Isn't that funny? It's, yeah, it's just so consistent. Like you get away from him and you just turn into a much better player. Have you seen his eyes? Like he's bugging out those eyes. He's he's a Adam Gase is a creepy looking dude. But <laughs> really? I don't think I've actually ever seen a picture of Adam. Oh Gates. man, I just look it up. There's some folklore of just how terrible he's, he's always got this befuddled look of I don't know. It, I want to say constipation, but it, it's just and then his eyes bug out like he don't know what he's talking about. And it's yeah, I don't know. He's I just googled it. Yeah. <laughs> there's like five yeah. pictures and like three of the five are all like his eyes just bugging out yeah man that's <laughs> when i think about him gay so that's what i think of yeah but so yep if, if you're at home google that it's hilarious i don't know why. um yeah that's crazy i i agree with you uh that it's not really even a question to me um just because i think india is going to be so tough for rogers and I think Kamara, he's got Taysom Hill with him. I think that probably tamps down his upside a little bit. Just, sure. I don't know. It, it's such a question mark with him, you know. But uh, Robert Woods against Tampa Bay, meh. You know, Curtis Samuel against Detroit with a new quarterback, meh. Hollister, we already know how to crap game. Brashad Perryman, maybe, meh. I, I think Quinn's line is Flacco up, playing uh, again this week, or is Darnold back? Just, I think it's Flacco. Uh, I've heard that Flacco is playing, so that yeah. that gives him some upside. But um, you know, who are our corners? Don't we still have? I don't. A good I think they're. I think they're all injured. Stop it. I don't know. You, you can. Yeah, you can throw in the Chargers all, uh, so Maybe people have been doing it. So maybe, maybe he'll have a, a shot. He had a good yeah, game last it's, week. So. He just needs. He needs Rodgers and Kamara to come through for him. Balaj is good, but he just needs a big game out of Rodgers and Kamara. Then he'll be in it. So, yeah. So I think you laid it out pretty. All right. Pretty so solidly. do something, LJ. Um, do something, Rodgers. So, do something, Kamara. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about uh, his decision to go Burrow over Cam Newton for Quinn? I mean, I. You know, I'm I'm, just initially looking at it, Burrow. I, I really like Burrow, and they throw a lot in Cincinnati. It is a tougher matchup against Washington with the football team, where they're they're going to get a lot of pressure on him. That and I think that's what's tough. So he may have 
he may throw for 300, 350, but he's going to have, you know, a handful of turnovers. Um, so, you know, that, I think that limits him. Yeah. So it's not going to be a huge game, but it'll be, it'll be solid. And honestly, I don't think Burrow and Newton are too far apart this week. Um, yeah, they're, I looked at them. They basically look like the same player. They've had 40-point games. They've had negative-point games. They kind of average yeah. around like, like if, 20 if points. If you wanted to just so, play the yeah. matchup, then, yeah, Newton would be the play because I don't think Houston D is going to do too much. But it, it could you, – you can run on Houston, mm-hmm. so it may just end up being the four horsemen of the apocalypse with Burkhead, Michelle, and Harris running and whoever – James White running all over the – all the the Texans, so that that may just happen, and then Cam Newton just, uh, I guess he could rush a few touchdowns, but he's not going to throw a ton. So, you know, it's yeah, it, the Houston really D doesn't. isn't scary, so that's definitely the better matchup. But I, I think it's fine. It's you're probably going to get similar point totals from both players. Yeah. So do you know who you need to win? I think in I need this game. I think I need shot? Quinn to win, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely correct. So, cool. sounds like we've projected in at least two of the three games okay. the two people that you need to win, and you know we've solidified that Graydon has a path. So, <laughs> at least I did. I did. He, he has a chance. <laughs> he has a chance. So, uh, there's one more game that you don't need to win, um, but. Baxter is ahead of you, and you need him to lose two of the next okay. three weeks, essentially. And this week, he is taking on... Who is he taking on? Oh, he's taking on Sean. And, you know, so Sean has obviously been playing great. Seven wins in a row. He's third place. Uh, Baxter is four and six at eighth place. Um, so I think just looking at it on its face, that it's going to be a close matchup, I guess. So running down the lineups, Sean has Mahomes, Robinson, Damian Harris, CeeDee Lamb, Josh Reynolds, Taysom Hill, he's got that little cheat code in there, uh, Michael Pirine, Packers D against Indy, and then McManus at the kicker spot. Um Baxter has Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, Dalton Schultz, Mike Evans, Steelers against Jacksonville, and then Ryan Sugga. So, I don't know. Where do you see this one going? I think it's going to be real close, but there's no way that the Raiders can hold Mahomes to under, like, 40 points. (laughs) I I don't see it happening. Um, Just with the Chiefs not choosing to run anymore like they're not running you know bell hilaire williams whatever they're not running and they're not getting touchdowns through the through the ground so they're just choosing to go with uh mahomes just hitting everyone so and he's fully capable of doing that so you know i baxter needed russell wilson to put up a bigger game and i thought he was going to do something bigger so but i just with you know with Mahomes coming in and it, it, it's so tough when Mahomes is in a good matchup because he just, he balls out and he's fun to watch, but it, he just balls out. And the, the, the best way that Baxter could counteract that is with Russell Wilson, who's been scoring, you know, 
pretty on par with with them this year. So, and that's you know, twenty three is a solid week, but that's it might not be top that might not be a top ten score for quarterbacks this week. And so, I'm just not going to give them enough. No, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and last week he only scored you know like six sure. points. So definitely hurting Baxter. Well, not hurting him, but last week he definitely did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mahomes is definitely Sean's yeah. big piece, and he's very apt to go off all the time. Um, you know, Robinson's got a tough matchup against Pittsburgh, James Robinson. So, but. You know he's the only game in town. Chris Thompson's on IR, so sure he'll get, get twenty. You'll get twenty-five touches um, at least. For I, whether you know whether they're up, whether yeah. they're down, he's he's gonna get touches, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. And True. probably more passing game work since I'm That's guessing Chris Thompson point. probably took most of that. And yeah, Damian Harris. I mean, Damian Harris looks great, but yeah, there's yeah. so many running backs. I think I think New Harris England will lead. And like, he will be the top New England running back. Now, I don't know. I don't know what the split's going to look like, yeah. especially with Michelle coming back this week. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I think Harris is yeah. the the best play out of like all of those New England running backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my only worry for Harris is just Cam sure. Newton's such a vulture at the goal line, so it's just a lot harder for him to come by touchdowns. So I think his upside is is kind of limited, um, even though he's a great player. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, CD Lamb, yeah, CD Lamb, you know, he'll do okay, I guess. I mean, it's really hard to to judge with Andy Dalton coming back. Um, Josh Reynolds has been kind of a surprising player. He's getting he he is he's getting more targets uh, than Cup and uh, what's his face Robert Woods whatever. So you know yeah. and he's getting targets down the field and, like, and that's that's big. So that's it could happen if you know Tampa Bay tough matchup, but you know Reynolds could I I think and I think that Reynolds is going to outscore Cooper Cup this week and that's. And that's the I bet you're that's, probably right. that's kind of the matchup here. Also, is you know if Reynolds outscores Cooper Cup, I, I don't I don't I don't know. Backs, it's, it's gonna look good, man. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Cooper Cup, man. He, I mean, especially like last week against Seattle, I thought he would have a much bigger game. He only scored. It's you know, really tough. Like he's he's a very points. talented player, but the the way that Sean McVay uses him is he, so he's a, the slot receiver. And so recently they've been going a lot of two tight end. And so what that does is that limits, they, they take cup out in those scenarios. And so that becomes Reynolds, that becomes Reynolds and woods on the outside. And yeah. so then they've been playing a lot of that with Everett and uh, Higby. And you, you know what? It's, if you're not on the field, you're not going to get any targets. You're not going to get reception. So, you know, sorry, dude. Even though you're talented, it's just that's coaching. That's yeah, you know, freaking Sean McVay. He's brilliant, right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I like Cooper Cup. I he's he's a fun player to watch, and I just like I just like getting fun players on the field yeah, to, yeah. to see them perform. And so it's just always weird to me when you don't get those players on the field and give them more opportunities. So you know, but yeah. Especially for like Josh Reynolds is not. I mean, he's done fine, right. but he's not like a game breaker by any stretch of the imagination. Where you know, it seemed like Cooper Cup kind of was. Yeah. Um, 
but the other tough yeah i don't know the other tough um, part here i want to talk about is his uh bachelor's wide receiver stack against the rams like godwin is probably the is the better play this week just because the rams defense limits all outside receivers so you see godwin going into the slot and going to be able to to probably to do some good things but i don't see mike evans having a blow-up game which leaves aaron jones on his you know on his team the one guy who can possibly give him a big game but he's going up against indy which is a very tough run d yeah. so you know i i, I mm-hmm. it's tough baxter's got a good team but i don't see it happening this week which is good for me yeah right? I, yeah he's got i think tough matchups <laughs> Yeah. all around it is good for you yeah um yeah because even even cream hunt against philadelphia they're a pretty good run d um and yet cooper cup going up against tampa bay they're a pretty good uh pasty so yeah i don't know i mean dalton schultz he's whatever it's a tight end so yeah i mean steelers against jacksonville that might get him you know a fair amount of points but it's a defense so i think you've You've got a shot. Um, and I think Taysom Hill in the tight end spot is going to be a game changer. I mean, I could easily see him putting up 15, 20, 25 points, especially if he ends up running the ball quite a bit. So I'm going to give Sean the upper hand and give you uh, another chance. Not that you necessarily need this game, but this will be one of the three games that you need Baxter to lose to have a chance. So... All yep, right. I'm here. You still there with me, buddy? Yep. Nice. All right, good. So um, let's take a look at – we've got two more games, I'm guessing. Let's take a look uh, the, at the, your the, game against Kobe. So none of these games matter. That's <laughs> true. You can and, pull this one out. And in reality, it, this game probably uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it may not, but hey, it could. Um, so let me give my perspective, and then you can tell me how you feel about it. Uh, so one, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm surprised. He's got projected points. I really thought he was going to be out, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, so Toby's playing Teddy Bridgewater. He's got Gurley, his keeper that he acquired for me after giving up Kelsey. Um, Josh Kelly, who's looked terrible. I don't know that I would want to play him. Um, Calvin Ridley, I believe, is questionable. I don't know that he's going to play. Robbie Anderson, with we don't know if Bridgewater is going to play or not. So, who knows? Jonu Smith against Baltimore. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers has been surprisingly well, uh, doing good, like, the past three, four games. Um... And then you've got Tua on the other side. Um, that's an interesting play. Kenyon Drake had a fair game for you, 14 points. James Conner against Jacksonville. Deontay Johnson against Jacksonville. Sense of thing here. Cool against Jacksonville. So, <laughs> yeah, so you yeah, not see, diversifying your bets <laughs> in this map there. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard against Cleveland. I heard Ertz I think might he's, be back this week. He's still on IR. Um, they haven't. They've only activated is, him to practice. I don't. He hasn't been taken off IR yet. So I don't think it's this week. It might be next week he comes back. No. Okay. 
okay. If he doesn't have Ertz there, Goddard could easily have a pretty good game. And Higgins has been a good player. Um, and I think you've got a good chance just because I, I think – I don't think Ridley's going to play, and he's got a tough defense that he's playing against. That's so, such a strong word. Um, and it's, yeah, well, they just look terrible. Like, I mean, Kalen Balaj is performing amazing on the Chargers. You know, Pope has yeah, performed you, you well. Think Josh, and, you think, uh, you think Josh Kelly, like, than Kelly is. took out a Ginger or something like that with the, the amount of hate that you have for him? Man. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> he's he's the coyote that killed Ginger. Yeah, no, I I don't even know why they're playing him still. I guess just as relief, but he's not really someone you want on your fantasy roster. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, Tua is an interesting play. I don't know how well he's been doing in fantasy. Let's take a look. Um, he's been, you know. Middle of the road, 24 points, 20 points, 7 points in his first week. So, I mean, he's still getting his legs under him, uh, but he's not going to have a lot of upside there. Uh, I think both Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool have a lot of upside, though. Um, And James Conner, I think, has a a decent game. I think it's going to be low scoring, but I think you've got a fair edge on this one. I'm kind of surprised that Michael Thomas and AJ Brown. What's up with that decision? Yeah. Yeah. No. Wow. So, what, are, are you trying thing? to lose? In playing Michael Thomas, he, I don't think there's going to be a lot of opportunity there in New Orleans. Like, I, I don't know how Taysom Hill's going to do, but he, he's going to run the ball more than anything. So, I don't know it, if Michael Thomas gets five, maybe six targets. Like, is that really going to be a good game? I don't even know what quality targets those are going to be. Yeah, it's, I, so I'm going with, Deontay Johnson and, and Claypool there because one of them's going to have a big game. And if, so here's the thing, if Deontay Johnson can survive the first series of the game without getting injured, <laughs> he'll, he'll get 30% of the targets. Yeah. And then Claypool's Claypool's always a chance to take it to the house. He's kind of in that Martavis Bryant role where, you know, anything big can happen. And T, T. Higgins, I think is, he's a stud, man. Like, yeah, and there's a lot of opportunity in Cincinnati. So it's he, he's T Higgins has been he's been solid. So I'm going with the guys who have actually scored points on the year, <laughs> and then yeah, rather than the names and yeah, who knows, I could freak names. out and then throw Michael Thomas and AJ Brown in the lineup tomorrow morning and, and right before all the games kick off. But as of right now, I I I can't I can't do it. Maybe, maybe I'm just mad at him and just want to send a message to Michael Thomas and AJ Brown, like, shape up, guys, or get shipped out. Like, I think this is a, this is one of those, you know, managerial <laughs> moments, right? You gotta, you just gotta step up and be like, sit, sit your ass back down. Yeah, Michael Thomas, I get AJ Brown. I'm a little more surprised by just because I mean he had a crap game last week against Indy. I do recognize Baltimore is a pretty tough he, defense to go up against. Um, but I mean, other than that, last week game and he's put up double. And honestly, you, you hit it right on the nose because um, either I'm gonna I'm gonna go. choose AJ Brown or you know T Higgins is really you know what I'm 
what I'm going back and forth between. Because Brown has Brown has performed against tough defenses, mm, yeah. and you know I don't think I, you have been able to throw on Baltimore recently, a little bit. So you know I I could throw Brown in there and hope for a big yeah. game. I think it's yeah. possible, but I think Higgins is a good start. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. I I actually, if I was picking him, I would probably keep yeah. Higgins, and I think he's a great play. I'd probably take Claypool out just because I think Deontay Johnson's the better of the two. Um, Claypool's been doing fine, but you know he hasn't really had those big games that he had earlier, like when he first. I mean, yeah, he's, he had that one forty-two point game. And then since then, 16, 10, 11, and then 19 last week. So, I mean, he can do good, but... It's, it's possible. I mean, well, AJ Brown, if A.J. Brown and Michael Thomas actually is, performed like <laughs> their talent should, that they could both do better than all of them. But they're not, so it's, it's 2020, yeah. so it's a weird freaking year. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's... Yeah. What about I'm going Goddard because I think Goddard's a little healthier decision. right now. And... The, the the matchup for Goddard against Cleveland, um, yeah. the tight end can can win against Cleveland. They, they can get some opportunities. Uh, and Noah Fant, he's he keeps going out. He he'll get six or seven targets, which for a tight end is really good. But you know when he turns it, when he has the possibility to just tweak that ankle and go out for the rest of the game, I, when that possibility is a lot higher, that's that's why I'm going Goddard over over Fant right now. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd make the same play, too, actually. I, I mean, I think Fan will be good, but, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, yeah, it's a little more There's, there's enough you risk in my lineup to start with. <laughs> you need to win, so. <laughs> You're right, yeah. And and you don't have a lot of upside on Toby's end, so you really need to just get those points where you can because, I mean, Gurley's upside is maybe 20 points if he gets a couple touchdowns. Um you know, Kelly and Bridgewater. He could have a good game if he plays. Ridley, I mean, he's got a lot of upside. He's like the main one. Um, and then J- Jacoby, Jacoby Myers, Myers is, he's know, been getting a 40% target share on him in that offense, which is, that's a really good target share, but it's a small piece, small pie, though. So, it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's kind of like Marquis. Well, I mean, it's better than Marquis Brown, or but it's kind of the same situation where the teams just aren't throwing that many yards. So, yeah, even if you get a lot of targets, it just doesn't matter because there's not that much to go around. So I think you got a good shot. I don't think Toby has enough upside to... Well, let's see. It could all change if uh, Bridgewater's Um, out and Ridley's out, and we'll see. That'll work in my favor. (laughs) But, you know, hopefully. But we'll see. Yeah. The matchup could complete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then who's he? Who's he throwing in there? Yeah, you know Jalen Rager. Um, it's got options. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, he's just got an empty bench spot. I don't know why. Come on, you know, Toby doesn't need logic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. We we go through this every week, I guess. Huh? <laughs> um, all right. Last game of the week is I think maybe the game of the week which is me versus kevin um just because of the, the bye week implications um and yeah. my own team's implications <laughs> but 
but uh, so, give me your thoughts on not a great start for Kevin. Not a great start. He needed D hop. He needed D hop because especially in a big, really yeah, big, um, really big matchup, just did not get it. Which that that's going to be tough. That's mm-hmm. tough to overcome, especially. Well, but on the flip side, Kyler Murray already scored, and he gave you kind of the Russell Wilson treatment where Kyler had been putting up 40s recently and you know to only come up with a 23 like if Justin Herbert balls out like easily could against the Jets so which he easily could it's that could give that could give Mm -hmm. Kevin the edge so I I think this is going to be a very high scoring game but man it's it's tough to choose in this one because you getting kelsey in there is such a bonus like that trade that trade is it's really great for your stretch run and just because this year with tight ends having kelsey is such a advantage to have over the rest of the the rest of the league and you only gave up freaking one-legged todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah, I still can't believe <laughs> I pulled that up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, one thing that I do like about my team is all the matchups are great. Um, Gibson against Cincinnati, Sanders against Cleveland, McLaurin against Cincinnati, Thielen against Dallas, Kelsey against Las Vegas. Jerry Judy, I'm kind of not certain if I'm going to play him or not. I might flex in, like, maybe Bernard instead. Um, but I, I like Denver's going to be Denver's going to be down. I think it, Drew Locke is game. garbage. Just wait for garbage time, and that's where Drew Locke shines. Yeah, that's all I need. But yeah, I, for fantasy at least. You know what? I'm going to go with. So. I hate to do this to you, man, but I'm going to go with Kevin on this one. I I think just I think Justin Herbert's going to ball out. Oh, Zeke's wow. not going to do much. Mike Davis is, eh, but Justin Herbert, I, I think is gonna ball. He's just gonna, he's gonna throw for four, and he's, he's gonna really, really take up that, take that place where Kyler gave you such an advantage. I think Herbert's gonna do that for Kevin this week. Yeah, yeah. But like overall, your your team looks the the better, (laughs) looks like the better Uh, matchup. I mean, I agree more solid all around this week, but I, I think Herbert gets one of those weird spike weeks that just, that puts, puts him over the top. Yeah. He can yeah. definitely blow up. I could be, I could be wrong. I, I've been wrong a lot, I think you're right. but there. that's, that's uh, just what I'm just, what I see this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got, some good matchups other than Devontae Adams against Andy, uh, Mike Davis against Detroit's a great matchup, and Zeke against Minnesota. Mm, meh. Um, Ronald Jones against the Rams. Ronald Jones is just such an interesting player. I, I know we right. mentioned it on the thread last week, you know, the Fournette versus Jones. Um, I, honestly, I would have been on Kevin's well, side as far as and in that, going into it that was the better So what, what has been happening is Ronald Jones has been fumbling away his opportunities. And when he fumbles he, early, he gets he had been benched. So he fumbled again in that game early. And I thought, I thought, and he didn't get benched. 
and then he comes back and yeah, and he didn't get runs all over him. Now I think this is a much different matchup. The Rams with Aaron Donald in there, that's that's like a immovable object. Like that dude is a beast. So so I don't I don't think you're you know I don't think yeah, it's a huge yeah. game for Ronald Jones, but I don't see him getting pulled early unless he fumbles, which he absolutely could. But I I think he's going to stay in the game longer. Yeah, he just so. Yeah, but I don't see a, a huge I don't see a huge game. Yeah. What do you think about that choice over Duke Johnson sitting on his bench? Duke Johnson, you know, David Johnson's out, so he's kind of the only game in town. He at least gets a lot of guaranteed I, matches. Duke Johnson is a good play. I Duke I. It's a tough decision between Ronald Jones and Duke Johnson. That's just ah, not a decision I would want to make. It, coin flip. I, coin flip. Yeah, it's hard to choose. Right. Yeah, I guess when you're going up against a beast like my team, you you want the higher yeah, ups. Yeah, I, I, I think that's like the best Jones way to go. That. It's If you're trying to get a, you know, a spike week to, to win your week, which – Kevin is going to need to do it because your your team is pretty solid top bottom this week with matchups. So you need a spike week to overcome that. And if, you know, if somehow, and I don't know if it's possible because Tampa's, they've struggled against really good defenses. Remember New Orleans, right? It, they, they struggled big time. So, but if he, if he does get going and mm-hmm. if last week is just, what's going to happen it you know it could it could be he's just chasing points this week or last week was legit i i don't know and and honestly i've never had duke johnson and or ronald jones yeah. in any leagues and so i've never really researched them that much so i i never thought they were that great yeah yeah i've, I've always stayed away from Tampa yeah Bay it's, it's a I, tough it's I a I tough decision to but i i probably I probably would go Duke Johnson, but it's a coin flip. Who knows? I don't know. I I would go with the opportunities where you think that's usually where I lean, but you know, it's take, take it from me. It's, you can try and make all the good decisions you you can and still end up with a two and eight team. So, you know, it's not my year. So that means that Kevin's probably made the right choice and Ronald Jones is going to get a ton of points and he's going to win the week. And, it's all my fault. So you're welcome, Greg. <laughs> well, Kevin has scored the most points in the second <laughs> league so far. So he's doing something he's a lot better right so than, far. Than so. <laughs> oh, well. Well. <laughs> so far, yeah. He's, he's made some good choices. So, and he still won That's last true. week, so it's not like it hurt him having Jones on the bench. So, well, those are the matchups. Um, we did a power ranking uh, last week, and since I skipped the the recap show, do you have thoughts on who you think is like the top three in the league so far? Or See, kind of looking coming with to the, the top three in the league, I don't think matters because chances. the top three in the league's probably not going to win the league. It's going to be in the hot, you know, in the four five area that just steamrolls everything which it could be you like the the kelsey because you you may not have i don't think you have the best team but you might have the hottest team 
coming in. Like, see, and then the thing is with Sean is if Mahomes goes crazy every week, like, but if one week Mahomes plays in the snow like he did, Sean's out. That's that's where it's going to end up. But I, I'd watch out. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch out for Zach because he's getting healthy and yeah, he's Chubb coming back. And if if Josh Allen actually imp- keeps improving, then he's going to be tough to deal with. Um, yeah. You know, one team I've been looking at that if they get into the playoffs, I wouldn't want to see them. If he gets is, Eckler back? Tim's team, actually. Just I mean, he's got some injured players, but if – if he gets Eckler back, if he gets Galladay back, um, if he gets Mostert back, then, you know, he's going to have Mostert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Galladay, um, and then, you know, I guess pick your flex, DJ Moore or Chase Edmonds, depending on how things go in Arizona. They are, but they're not going to – he's not going to get you know, there. Those are some pretty he's solid not gonna get players. Um, so uh, they're going to come back too late, which – which sucks because, so? you know, hey, he'll be out of the playoffs. Yeah. But if he had them the whole year, yeah, yeah. he's probably he'd, – he'd had a few more wins. But I, I think they're kind of going to come back too late, and he's not going to have mm-hmm. – like, if he if he loses this week, oof. Yeah. Yeah, it's – yeah. Yeah. And he's playing so. Aiden, so – and that's going to be a tough – yeah, tough one to win. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I still think Aiden's, you know, the top team. I do really like Zach's team and then don't want to get that, too high on my That trade I, and I like being able to, to throw like Kelsey in there and Kelsey's <laughs> having just a historic year, um, that trade gives you a pretty big advantage, dude, and not going to lie. I was surprised. I was, I was surprised that was able to go there. but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know, you, I, I don't know if you want to tell other people the oh, trade you've uh, been offering me because I Kenyon Drake bid on and um, who else was I going to give you? Deontay but, Johnson for for Antonio Gibson. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah, for yeah Gibson off and Michael Pittman. Um, so, looking, it was. Saying that's but fine. I guess it's, what I realized is yeah. I love Antonio Gibson. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that until you made that trade, but I realized, like, I, I thought he was, like, a questionable RB2. But yeah, he like, can run, and he's, you know, he was a wide receiver in college and coming in, so he's, you know, I, he's a good he's a good running back, and they use him like that, but, you know, he's he might be better next year. That, that's That was kind of my bet, was his seeing you with Gibson and McLaurin and your concerns about having too many football team guys. So I was like, well, if I can get someone a, a running back solid for next year, yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. And so that's that was my play, and didn't didn't work out. But you know, if, that's the thing. If you like the guy and you're happy with our team, you don't want to trade him away. Like, there's nothing that I could offer to get him away. Like, unless I came in and threw like it, Michael Thomas at you, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly. Yeah, it's. It, I don't think I want to part with him. I don't know that I even. Yeah, I'm happy with my team going, and I think it's probably the best that I could get to. 
Um, I've got a couple dart throws on my bench that if they, they pan out, then maybe uh, maybe I can try and consolidate to maybe one more higher-end yeah. player, but I think I'm good where I'm at overall. But, yeah, that doesn't make sense why McKissick is getting so much You would think so. And obviously Gibson you know, should have pretty good hands. <laughs> and I think he's a much more explosive player. Like that That's just my hope is that they keep increasing his role, even though that hasn't happened to date, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's have, right, a, let's have a well, great week, everyone. Uh, any final thoughts happy Thanksgiving. wrap this up? It's been a while since everyone's been together and hang out, but, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up next week, so yeah, enjoy the football, enjoy whatever family, and uh, let's have some fun. Yeah, buddy. All right, ah. I like it. And then just, uh, oh, no. you know, sorry. That's to funny. No, no, we're done. 30 minutes, so hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we okay. know he didn't listen this far anyways. He cut it off halfway through. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Appreciate All it. Right, and, uh, yeah, good luck to everyone this week. Uh, we'll see you uh, next, next show.